Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, May 6th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we're launching the Canvas, our first anonymous survey of senior Capitol Hill staff, and we've got some interesting results. Number two, the latest on funding security improvements in the Capitol. And number three, where things stand for Liz Cheney. All right, Jake, we're super excited about uh, this new product that we are launching today called the Canvas. Uh, basically a look behind the curtain on Capitol Hill. We often talk about members of Congress, but the staff really have an outsized uh, you know, view of power because they do so much, and we wanted to get at that with this product. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, I mean, not only do they have a lot of power, but in many cases they're making the decisions, right? I mean, members of Congress have a lot of issues on their plate, a lot of... Um, uh, you know, just a, a, a lot going on at all times. Um, but their their staff is just all over everything. I mean, they have staff that just that are that are are hardworking that, and they're the gatekeepers, frankly, right? So issues don't even reach some members of Congress unless their staff is um, uh, lets it in, right? So so I, I would I, I, this is an important product for us because it really gets at the pulse of many of the decision makers on Capitol Hill, and I, and Anna, you and I have been in this business a long time. I think that. Um, staff is not adequately represented in in the reporting every day. Okay, let's get to it. One of the most interesting stats of the day is Republicans will win the House. 66% of respondents said Republicans will win control of the House in 2022. That includes more than one-third of Democrats. 36% said the GOP will end the four-year run of Speaker Nancy Pelosi's caucus. That's putting some people on truth serum. That's right. It's it's interesting to see that 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 um, Democrats um, there are there's a sizable number of Democrats who are um, who think that they're going to lose the House of Representatives. Um, I'm not sure that's something that you'd, you, that you'd hear uh, publicly, but it is an acknowledgement of the reality that Republicans seem likely, at least at this point, to win the House of Representatives. All right. The other numbers that I thought were pretty interesting, um, two issues of consensus. There's a lot of talk about no, there can never be bipartisanship. But the two issues where there was the most consensus where par both parties agree are lowering prescription drug costs and further regulating tech companies. Uh, the last one that I want to bring up today is what will make it into infrastructure, something we've talked a ton about. 92% say roads and bridges. 91% say high-speed broadband. 84% say airport money and 81% say water infrastructure. We'll dig much deeper into all of these issues and actually much more in the um, uh, afternoon and evening editions this week. Our our subscribers, our premium subscribers are going to get actually a lot of data, frankly, more data than they're going to know what to do with and cross tabs, frankly, right? Cross tabs of um how the issues break down from a partisan basis, from House and Senate basis. So, um Really interesting stuff. Subscribe to our premium product. And if you want to get in on the action, we have a link in our if you work on Capitol Hill, not if you're just anybody, but if you want to work, if you're if you're a senior person on Capitol Hill and you want to get in on uh, the action here and want to be part of the survey, uh, we have a link in our uh, uh, morning newsletter, which you can get, as you know, at punchbowl.news. 
All right, the number two story, capital security, something we focused on a ton since January 6th. The funding has basically been stalled over the last month or so, kind of hung up um, between Democratic appropriators, but there has been a noticeable shift in momentum here. Yeah, so the this issue has been kind of stuck at the at the um uh at a kind of a low level for a long time. Um but now the supplemental security bill has been dispersed has been sent out to all of the leadership offices on Capitol Hill uh the the big 4, Kevin McCarthy, uh Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And what does this mean? It means that it's picking up momentum. Um, it means that the issue is getting some legs. It means that we're going to see some, we'll, we should see some movement on what we expect to be a multi-billion dollar package to bolster security in the Capitol. Um, and frankly, uh, it, the deal is not close, but there's just a lot of issues that are going to impact people in Washington every day, including fencing, right? There's temporary fencing right now, but there's talk of a retractable fence around the Capitol, which means that I would have to imagine Independence Avenue, what is that, 2nd Street and Constitution Avenue, the three seat, the three streets that immediately border the Capitol complex are going to be dug up. So if you live on Capitol Hill, um, I, I would imagine that you're going to have some construction in your hood pretty soon. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day, a leadership notebook. So we have been reporting and all over what is happening with the House Conference Chair, Liz Cheney, uh, and then the race to replace her with Elise Stefanik, the Republican of New York. I think the thing that's most important here and, and super interesting, we've covered a lot of leadership elections, and it's always a fascinating dynamic in, in terms of understanding where the conference or the caucus is. And the thing that's most interesting is Elise Stefanik has basically totally cleared herself of any challenger. That almost never happens when there is an opening at the top level. There's at least a nominal challenge. And right now it doesn't appear that anybody, if Liz Cheney is either steps down or is ousted, which is expected uh, in you know kind of mid-May, that anybody's going to challenge Elise Stefanik for this job. Yeah, that's right. It is kind of crazy um, just because, you know, an open seat or the potential of an open seat usually draws a bunch of challengers. That's not happening at the moment. Could it happen? Sure. A couple interesting uh, nuggets here. One thing that we talk about this morning is how Stefanik's district is really kind of a microcosm of the Republican Party in the Trump era. In 2012, first of all, in 2008, it went huge for for um, uh, Barack Obama. District was a little bit different. Stefanik wasn't in office. 2012, it went for Obama by six points. 2016, Trump won by 14. And in 2020, Trump won by 11. Obviously, he lost in 2020. So notable that he still won by 11 points in the district. Uh, one other thing I want to bring up, uh, Christina Peterson of The Wall Street Journal had a really good quote this morning from Lance Gooden, Republican from Texas, conservative Republican uh, from Texas, who's big on Donald Trump. He says this about Ch the Cheney, his problems with Cheney. He said, there's never been any required loyalty test for Liz or anyone else to wake up every day and praise Donald Trump. But there's no reason to give him the middle finger every day and create a distraction when the rest of us are trying to win back the majority. That is like the best encapsulation I've heard of what a lot of Republicans have said to me about why they don't like uh, Cheney and why they want to uh, boot Cheney out of office. All right. And on that note, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.